it's Andrew Duncan here. This is the Agent Monday podcast. Thank you for listening. Today, I'm going to talk about burnout again. If you missed the uh, previous episode on this topic, it was two episodes back, uh, talking about how to watch out for signs of burnout, what to do immediately if you're in that kind of situation, um, and just kind of ways of thinking about stress and what it can do to us and, and how we can work through that in this in this career, in this gig. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit more about an action plan. If you find yourself in a really stressed out stage, if you're kind of in survival mode, uh, if you're in a place of burnout, then this is going to be hopefully really helpful. Now, sometimes it can be hard to actually recognize when we're in a a state of burnout. Uh, So like I did in the last episode, I'm going to start by defining what I mean when I say the word burnout. And it's essentially this. We all have bad days. Absolutely. You can't avoid it in in a job like this. Burnout, though, is when you have prolonged feelings of everything seeming overwhelming. When you experience task paralysis where you get to the office in the morning and you just can't bring yourself to kind of get started you just feel kind of empty inside Uh, you might find yourself overreacting to things that don't quite go right you know a a deal falling over or a vendor not choosing you to sell their house or a buyer changing their mind you might find yourself playing the blame game uh, you know, for any problems that you're having. It's your manager's fault. It's the brand. It's your personal assistant. It's your partner isn't supportive enough. It's your vendors are really hard work. You might have a lack of motivation or a lack of drive. And you might be using negative coping mechanisms or even relying on these you know, things like um, nicotine, cigarettes, vaping, um, smoking marijuana, drinking alcohol, having affairs, um, these kinds or any kind of other recreational drugs, you don't need to be experiencing all of those symptoms, but if you're experiencing a few of those and experiencing them for a prolonged period of time, you know, like days into weeks and months, then then to me that's that's a I'd say that's a, a real sign that you might be experiencing or getting very close to a stage of burnout. So now that we've got that cleared up, today we're going to talk about kind of managing and surviving that burnout experience. First up, and this is going to sound funny, don't make things worse. So rather than trying to fix the problem, just think, right, how can we plateau things so they don't spiral further out of control? What does that look like in practice? It means setting a plateau on your negative coping mechanisms. So if you are using things like marijuana or alcohol or vaping or um, any kind of other drug or stimulant uh, to kind of cope with the stress that you're experiencing then try not to make it any worse you know put a try try to stay at an even keel on how much you're using Um, and try and avoid any really big nights out Uh, you might feel like gosh I just want to throw the shackles off and I just need a really good blowout Uh, often that'll just put you into a, a worse space because your body's then got to process all that alcohol for instance and you might have really bad sleep and you know you might have fun for a couple of hours but the next few days you're going to really pay for it and that could sink you further into a space of kind of negativity and things so try to just plateau any negative coping mechanisms really try and prioritize your sleep everything starts with sleep like i can't stress this enough now in terms of sleep 
and know that can be really difficult if you are feeling super anxious and stressed to actually get to sleep. So there's a couple of things that will make a big difference here. One is, uh, for me personally, I have a rule of no caffeine after around midday. Any caffeine you have in the afternoon is going to negatively impact your sleep that night. Even if you can get to sleep, it's going to negatively impact it. Uh, Also, you want to really avoid looking at your phone within a few hours of going to bed. And if possible, you want to avoid any uh, food within an hour or two of going to bed. And you really want to start to turn down the lights in your house, find a really relaxing book that is interesting to you, but not so interesting that it's going to keep you up. Uh, I kind of read like history type, kind of non-fiction type, biographical type novels. I find they're kind of perfect for me. Knocks me out after about 20 minutes. So just try and have what they'd call a good sleep hygiene. And it might not work every night. You might still struggle to get to sleep. Uh, If you need to use use substances to get to sleep, whatever you're used to, that's fine as well. But just try and prioritize good sleep. First and foremost, that's going to um, be a key part of getting through this particular tough time that you're going through. In terms of not making things worse, we want to say don't take on any more crappy vendors. You know the clients I mean, you know the ones that you're sitting down with and they want to go with you and you're just thinking, gosh, this is going to be hard work. I I don't know if I want to deal with this for the next three months. If you've got that gut feeling, stay away. Refer it to another agent and take a cut, take a referral cut or just say no. At this time, you really don't need clients that are going to make your life more difficult that's only going to make things harder and give you more feelings of overwhelm and and like you can't escape if you've already got a vendor that is like that is causing you stress or keeping you up at night it's time to share that listing with another agent share the load share the stress find someone who's keen to look after that property with you and approach it together and come up with a game plan together of how you're going to manage that client This is not the time to think, gosh, but I want to protect, I don't want to give up half my income. What we're talking about right now being your mental health uh, is so much more important than your income at the end of the day. Like I can't stress that enough. This is not the time to prioritize getting every last bit of any commission that you can. Now's the time to look after number one. That's you, of course. And so share listings which have really tricky vendors. Avoid dealing with any really tricky buyers. If you've got people that come into your world that want to look at a house and you know they're going to offer 400 grand below the asking price and just be a pain in the ass, refer that to someone else. Let someone else handle. You don't need to do everything. You don't need to say yes to everybody. I'm also going to uh, talk about setting boundaries, which kind of fits into this place of dealing with buyers and sellers. But I kind of want to leave that till a little bit later in the in the message where we talk about kind of proactive changes you're going to make. So uh, hang tight for a bit more on that. But those are the, the key steps to really not making things worse, right? Uh, plateauing any negative coping mechanisms, um, prioritizing good sleep hygiene, No caffeine after midday is probably the biggest one I can say. That's the quickest tip I can give you. Just have another kind of hot drink. And and when I say no caffeine, I mean no coffee, no tea. Um, Just stick to non-caffeinated beverages after 12 o'clock. Even decaf coffee has some caffeine in it. So ideally you'd switch to... um, you know something like a a kind of a even like a fruity tea um if you need a hot drink something along those lines some sort of herbal tea is a far better option don't take on any super tricky vendors 
share listings if you have a, a difficult vendor, refer any difficult buyers to someone else. Those are your key things to just not make the situation any worse. Once you've ticked those off, we really want to be proactive and start working on getting better. Okay, so here's a few really quick ideas, but really important. You don't need to do everything, but just try and build a few of these into your schedule so that you can start to get to a healthier place. First one is to keep doing the one, two, threes, to keep showing up. One thing that can be a real killer, career killer that is, is if you go through a period of burnout, you know, you, you're not prioritizing work for a period of time. You come out of that three to six months later and find that you've got no business and you really have to start from scratch. All of that can largely be avoided if you just keep doing the one, two, threes. The most high leverage, efficient way to do that is to send out an email newsletter. And I should preface that by saying what I mean by the one, two, threes are like the, the kind of little activities that are going to bring you listings. All right. It's like it's doing the marketing stuff. It's making sure you've got a business to come back to you when you feel better. And the best one, two, threes activity you can do is an email newsletter each week uh, with an Agent Monday article. That's why you're a subscriber to Agent Monday because you're a smart person. You get the idea. So go and find your favorite article. Send that out to your newsletter clients. Um, there's well over 100 articles on there, so you've got something to send out every single week. Keep in touch with the people that know you, like you, trust you. Keep showing them that you're in the business, that you're active. If you feel up to it, do some connection calls with past clients or with past appraisals or any kind of listings that you know are coming on soon. And it might just be that during this phase of of getting healthy again, you might just try and do one to two calls a day. And that's absolutely okay. Try and pick up the phone once or twice to people that you should keep in touch with just to check how they're going, just to say hi, just to see if there's anything you can do to help. Another good option is to use those phone calls to keep in touch with any key referrers that you might have. Might be a property manager, might be a mortgage broker, might be a local painter, handyman, anyone that you've had a good connection with in the past and that knows a lot of people. Um, Meet up with them, take them out for a coffee, take them out for lunch. That can be quite a a nice, soft, easy one to take on when you're not feeling totally on top of of everything in life. The next proactive step I want to encourage you to take is to talk to somebody. Preferably a professional, a psychotherapist, um, some sort of counsellor. Invest in this. Invest in yourself. So many people have a coach, you know, a personal trainer when they go to the gym. You know, if you if you play a sport to a high level, you have a coach, right? So why do people not invest in having a coach for their mental health, which is arguably the most important thing in terms of how we view the world and, and how we live our lives and, and where we get to. So I strongly encourage you to reach out and talk to someone, find a professional psychotherapist in your area, pay them good money, go and see them, have a chat. Um, I've done this multiple times in my life after earlier kind of being resistant to it, but I can safely say it's some of the best money I've ever spent on anything in my entire life. Second to that, I would talk to your manager if you feel comfortable doing that. I'd talk to a trusted colleague. I would talk to a trusted friend. I'd talk to your partner if you can. Um, 
once you voice what you're going through, it, it really helps you process what's driving the emotions for you and unearth what the kind of key things are which are leading you to feel that way. It really helps you kind of get clear on what the problem is. So ideally when you're finding someone to talk to, find people who will just listen without any judgment or without trying to solve your problem. Because it can be challenging if someone says, what you just need to do is X. And you might not be ready for the solution yet. The first step might just be to voice what you're going through. Verbalize it out loud, um, so that which helps you get clear on exactly what's happening to you. And from there, you may find that you can um, get some clarity and, and then hopefully from there, some progress. Next step, and this is slightly different, is to find a coach. A coach is someone who can put challenges you're facing into perspective. Uh, it's helpful if this person has some real estate knowledge, but it could just be a kind of typical business coach or a life coach. But if it's a real estate coach, then that's great too. Um, and this person can help you with uh, what challenges you're facing that might be adding to your stress levels and you know creating this kind of burnout situation. So once you're ready for those kind of practical answers, great to find a coach Um, you could ask around for recommendations you could talk to your manager you could talk to kind of your people higher up in whatever brand you work for and they might have connections Um, you can book a session with me if you like Uh, no pressure there at all but i'll put a link to do that in the show notes if that's something you think you'd find useful then then i'm absolutely open to that the next positive step you can take is to set boundaries so During this process of recovery, it's really important that you prioritize your personal health, your personal well-being. And the challenge with that is in real estate, that can be quite difficult because people call you at all hours of the day or night and they want you to do something now. So as soon as you start answering the phone, you're going to get pulled from pillar to post and days are going to disappear by and you haven't prioritized your own, you know, what you need yourself. So set boundaries. When are you going to be on call and when are you going to be at home prioritizing yourself? If your working hours are between 9 and 5 in weekdays and 10 till 2 on a Sunday, then set those rules. And if someone calls you outside of those hours, unless it's absolutely urgent, don't answer it. Unless you're negotiating a deal with that buyer or that vendor, don't answer the phone. Return the call the next morning. Okay, so if someone calls you at seven o'clock at night, you don't answer it. You let them take a vo- let them go to voicemail, and then you call them at nine o five the next morning. Set boundaries. It's really critical. The time outside of your working hours, that's for you. You don't have to be on call twenty four seven. What other industry are people on call twenty four hours a day? We set these expectations on ourselves that we should answer the phone at ten o'clock at night or seven thirty in the morning because we're hustling. We're we're working really hard we want to succeed and that's what you do but i'm telling you for longevity in your career it's just not the way to go Uh, i've been in this business for a long time and i think managing your own availability and setting boundaries is a huge key to your long-term health and success the other proactive key step is to find your daily positive triggers So the things that kind of 
plug some dopamine into your system. You know, the things that set you up to feel as good as possible for the rest of the day. Uh, And these are the things that you're going to do during those times outside where you've set boundaries, right? So if your boundary is now nine till in the morning till six at night or whatever it might be, um, before that and after that, that's your time. And you're going to try and do as many things as you can that are your daily positive triggers. So examples for me are number one, exercise. It doesn't have to be much. can just be 10 or 15 minutes swinging a kettlebell around, but that's really key for me to uh, feel positive about life, the universe and everything. Uh, Walking the dog. I really enjoy just getting some sunlight in the morning, moving your body. I can do I can do that even when I don't feel energetic enough to kind of go to the gym. That's a nice soft thing to be able to do. Um, intimacy, making time for intimacy with my wife. It's a really critical part of my kind of happiness makeup. Uh, it could be meeting with your friends once a week. It could be playing a sport. It could just be watching sport. It could just be watching your favorite show on TV. It doesn't necessarily have to be a super productive thing. It's just something where you are prioritizing yourself and what you need. It might be sitting in bed for four hours on a Saturday morning, eating food from your favorite bakery while you watch your favorite Netflix show. That's cool. Generally, I find for me, like it's it's a positive if I can get outside and uh, gardening is another big one for me. If I can get outside and get my body moving and uh, get some sunlight, get some vitamin D, work with some plants, uh, that's that's huge for me. Um, but find whatever your positive daily triggers are and build those into your day. In fact, not only build them, but start your day with those, right? Before you even turn on your phone and look at the messages that you've got, take the dog for a walk. Do some exercise, um, get some sunlight, have some healthy food, um, spend some time outside in your garden if that's what you're into, um, play with your kids, spend some time with your spouse, go for a walk, whatever you feel good doing, that's what you should do and that should come first. So to sum those up, those are the kind of proactive moves you can make to start getting better and they are to keep doing the one, two, threes. An email newsletter is a really easy, quick, efficient way to do that where you don't have to speak to anybody, but it's going to help you have a business to come back to when you're feeling better. Talk to someone, preferably a professional. Invest in your mental health. Find a coach. Find someone who can help you solve the business problems which might be leading to your excess stress and feelings of burnout. Set boundaries on your time. Keep showing up. Keep turning up. Uh, This is one I didn't stress on before, but it's super important that you just keep turning up to the office, keep turning up to the team meetings. Even if you don't have any listings or don't have any buyers, just turn up at 9am, just get into a rhythm. And if you don't have anything to do, spend your time doing those one, two, threes, your email newsletter, dropping flyers around your local neighborhood, um, just researching the market, talking to your key referrers, trying to make a couple of calls a day. Um, Proactive tasks lift us up and make us feel better. If you spend your whole day in reactive mode, you're just going to feel like you're running on everybody else's timetable, running on their treadmill. So be proactive with your time as much as you can and you'll feel more um, agency over your own life. You'll feel more in control of how things are going. Now, uh, and finding your daily positive triggers, of course. Now, Before I go, I just want to mention what you should not do. Um, Please, if you're in a state of burnout or getting that way, 
don't jump into an office change. I see this all the time. People get stressed. Things aren't going right. They haven't made a sale in a few months. They're getting super worked up and they they start playing the blame game, which I talked about in a previous episode. And you decide that your manager is the problem or your brand is crap or you know, you know don't the marketing is not good enough. And what you need to do is an office change. Now, if you change brands, if you change office, that might be the right thing for you. But it's also going to knock you out of your business for a good couple of months. So yeah, I think it's something you want to really... Uh, think long and hard about before you do. And I've said this in a previous episode, don't make any big decisions when you're in this state of fight or flight, this kind of burnout state, because you're not going to be thinking clearly. You might think you're thinking clearly, but trust me, you're not. Don't make any big life decisions. Don't decide to change office. Don't decide to leave your partner. Don't decide to um, you know, do something kind of really hard to reverse, right? Be careful of your own rebranding. And the other big one to watch out for is be wary of jumping into a partnership. People get to this point where they don't make any sales for a few months and they start panicking and they think, I've got to team up with someone. I'm struggling because I'm not in a team. And so often I just see that turn to crap. Yeah, it's a real like desperation move. There are some really good partnerships, don't get me wrong. But again, if you're going to jump into that kind of situation, do that with a clear head when you're not stressed out, when you've given it a lot of food for thought, because it can really slow down your business because you'll spend a whole lot of time setting up how this partnership's going to work and who's going to do what. And if you're not completely aligned with that business partner, things can get bad and sour and septic super fast. So be very wary of jumping into an office change or a personal rebrand or a partnership until you've done all those other positive moves first. And until you've found a coach and had a really good, hard, cold, hard chat about what your challenges are and what you think the solutions might be. All right, that's all for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you've got a question about kind of this burnout situation or just dealing with stress um, or coaching in general, feel free to reach out. Um, if there's something I haven't covered here that you're experiencing that you want me to go through, uh, either just personally, it can be a, a totally confidential thing, or it might be something you want me to cover in a future episode, please let me know. You can reach me uh, by emailing andrew at agentmonday.co.nz. Have an epic day. Agent Monday is an exclusive content marketing club for real estate professionals. We give you helpful educational info to share with your audience and teach you how to use it to grow your business. To find out more, visit agentmonday.com.